Hi and welcome to series four, episode two of the Tuesday Epilepsy Club. Is an epilepsy dog for you? I'll be discussing the benefits and you can weigh up whether it's worth you getting an epilepsy alert dog. We were on a waiting list for support dogs for about five years But the fact that my epilepsy was so badly controlled meant that we were never going up the waiting list. Eventually, one weekend, we found someone who might be able to help us and found a trainer. So we decided to go for it and we haven't looked back since. I won't pretend that there are moments where the four of us have wondered what in God's name we were thinking. But overall... Magnus Elmore has been a truly positive addition to our family. And I can say that now without grinding my teeth. (laughs) It helps once you're able to sleep through the night. There were some things I wasn't prepared for, accepting a puppy at nine weeks old. Things like not sleeping through the night again. Uh, I didn't realise that I was going to be going back to babyhood and the crying through the night. Also, a puppy binds you to the house in a way that a baby never does because a baby you can just put in a buggy and stuff in a car and somebody else can hold them and that's the end of it. But a puppy isn't quite like that because you don't put a puppy in a trolley or anything else and so when you don't want to leave the puppy by himself you are very much more bound to the house whilst someone is there those are the kinds of things that having never owned a dog before I wasn't aware of but that might have just been me being very very naive under the disability act of 2010 Assistance dogs are able to go with you wherever you go. And I do mean literally wherever you go. That includes airplanes, cinemas, anything you could possibly think of. Some but not all assistance dogs carry an ID book. But you are not required to provide this ID book if anyone asks for it. They are not required to wear a special gown of any sort, but the only evidence they have to be a service dog is an identity card, which may be provided as proof as an assistance dog. Fortunately, Tim has grown up with dogs and has given me a few pointers about what to do with Magnus Elmore. Magnus Elmore has this special trick where he likes to lie down on the floor like a seal and refuse to walk. The trainer showed us how to get Magnus Elmore to lie down. So far, the only way to calm him down, especially when he's on a roll and has stolen my underwear and the boy's pants and is running around the house with either half a pair of socks or a pair of pants hanging out of his mouth. Um, (laughs) 
all the things I thought would be difficult have proven not so. And all the things that I thought would be easy have proven to be a lot harder than I thought they would be. So he's turned out to be an absolutely fantastic companion for the house, which is amazing. The only thing is, is that he barks incessantly every single time we sit down to eat. So when we sit down for dinner, he obviously decides that he'd like to eat dinner with us. And now that he weighs around 25 kilos, he is quite a considerable force. When he decides to jump up on the table and try and steal things off your plate. So when all of us are pushing our plates into the middle of the table, that can be absolute anarchy especially when we have all the washing in the middle of the table to make sure that that doesn't get stolen from the dog as well. You've got an idea of exactly what's going on around dinner time. It's important to remember, I think, all the time that Magnus Elmore is still only just six months. We got him when he was about nine weeks and because of the size of him, it's easy to think that he's a lot older than he is but he is literally just turned six months he's beginning to learn to do the things that an epilepsy alert dog should do I sometimes wonder if him doing the seal and refusing to walk down the street is him trying to tell me that I'm not supposed to be walking anywhere because I'm going to have a fit. He is, after all, supposed to be telling me 50 minutes beforehand whether I'm having a seizure. Earlier on this morning, he refused to walk anywhere, even to the end of the street. But then he seemed to walk back quite happily. When things like this happen, it's difficult not to look at him and think, Maybe you were trying to tell me something. Maybe you were trying to say, it's not a good idea for you to go out right now. Go home, stay on your sofa. It's safer for you to be at home. The whole point of Magnus Elmore in the family means it allows me some more independence. Obviously, at the moment, with him being so young, he's not fully trained, so we haven't quite got there yet. But one day, at some point, there will be a point where I can go and do all the things that I want to do. I'm not expecting the dog to stop my seizures. I will always have seizures. I have refractory epilepsy. But what I am hoping is to get to a point where I'm able to take Magnus Elmore to work and therefore not get stressed about having a fit at work. And if he gives me the opportunity to sit down for 50 minutes before a seizure, then maybe I can't hurt myself as much as I have done in the past. As far as his position in the house goes, he's changed everything in the sense that everyone feels a lot more comfortable about him being here. No, he's not fully trained yet, but we also know that there is something in the future coming that means that all of this will change soon. With one child about to go into sixth form and another one considerably younger, 
I didn't want there to be any discussion about where they could go to university, if they want to go to Edinburgh, if they want to go to Bristol, all of that should be open to them. And none of that should be a problem just because they have a mother who has frequent seizures. And I think by having a dog who they know will look after their mother, all of that becomes much more of an option. For those of you who have tonic-clonic fits, for those of you who have any kind of fits, I guess you'll understand that it's my aim to reduce my tonic-clonic fits or even my absences by reducing the everyday stress. Knowing that I can be safe and knowing that Magnus Elmore will let me know beforehand before I do a massive injury like breaking my ankle again or breaking anything else that will leave me incapacitated for months on end. That in itself is more terrifying than the seizure itself. Who am I explaining that to? You guys know that more than anyone. Oscar, Kurt and Tim also feel hugely more relieved at the thought that I am never home alone anymore and that Magnus Elmore is here with me and that also reduces their stress. He may bark a lot and he may try and steal our food, (laughs) but hopefully he will also protect me and make sure that I will always be okay. And more than anything else, something that has helped more than anything that I could possibly imagine. He just lies on my feet and makes this strange noise and breathes in and out. And when I feel really, 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 really panicked, I know that he's there, which is more helpful than anything. It's incredible how powerful it is to know that you are loved by something so big and so huge no matter what you've done and no matter how bad your day has been. Most seizure alert dogs stay with you for about eight to nine years. You'll need to carefully consider whether the dog suits your lifestyle. You obviously need to pay for the feeding, the immunizations, the vet checks. And then there's the time to take the dog for a walk. But in this household, we don't regret it at all. And I wouldn't give Magnus Elmore back at all, no matter how many plant pots he's broken. Thanks a lot for joining me today. I'll see you again next week. Take care. Bye.